Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to the latest Opinions Matter podcast. Hi, I use CBD oil. We use it actually in our family. I give it to my child because he has autism and it really, really helps. And so much so, my mother-in-law, seeing how well he was coping on CBD oil with COVID, it made her very anxious. So I bought her a bottle for her birthday and it was the best thing she said I've ever given her. And she feels so much better in herself. She can't believe it. So it's it's been a win-win situation in our family. And if you would like to get your hands on some uh, CBD oil, our show sponsor is Greenheart CBD. From Greenheart to your heart, Ireland's multi-award-winning CBD oil. And they've um, done something very special for Opinions Matter listeners. They are offering a 20% discount off their entire range of CBD products. So if you want to avail of a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, all you have to do is visit their website, greenheartcbd.ie, find whatever it is that you're uh, looking for, read about CBD oil um, and um, how it's produced and so on. And then when you uh, pick what you want, you go to the checkout section, and you use the promo code PODCAST2022. Simple as that. When you get to checkout, use the promo code PODCAST2022 and you'll immediately get a uh, 20% discount. Greenheartcbd.ie. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? And it's all to do with uh, something that you came across yesterday, Jeremy. Yeah, so I took a video and put it up on our Facebook page, which you can see right now. So I was uh, pulling into a well-known Dublin hotel. I'm not going to name the hotel because it's irrelevant. Uh, Yesterday afternoon, uh, stroke evening. And as I was pulling in the car with my son, uh, he got out of the car first and he said, Daddy, Daddy, there's bullets all over the ground. And I'm like, Jesus, what's going on here? And walked out to the back of the car and spotted a load of um, chrome canisters on the ground. And I'd say about 50 or 60 of these canisters. And I explained to him, no, they're not uh, bullets. They are um, gas canisters. I'd seen them before. And there'd been a lot of talk in the news uh, about them the last couple of years. In fact, one of the men we're going to be talking to in a moment um, raised the issue uh, about a year ago. So I uh, took a video. It's on our Facebook page for you to see of about 50 or 60 empty nitrous oxide canisters just thrown on the ground. Now, now I've, I've witnessed this myself. I saw a, a whole load of them in a car park in uh, Ashburn in County Meath about a couple of months ago. Um, mm-hmm. And again, there were 50, 60, 70 of them just strewn across the place. So we put it up on our Facebook page just to see what the story was, because I know very little about this. And the response we got was huge. Apparently, they are rampant in every housing estate in Dublin. No matter what type of housing estate it is, they are rampant. Now, this is a conversation that was uh, highlighted uh, two years ago following the death of a 15-year-old from Tala, a young fellow called Alex Ryan. Um, he is uh, understood to have died as a result of inhaling uh, these canisters. I know his uh, father has spoken publicly about it, about the dangers of it. 
Um, and it's kind of gone off the boil in terms of a conversation in the last uh, while since Alex Ryan's passing in uh, May of 2020, which is not far off two years ago. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we, we want to find out, how big a problem this is, how widely used they are, and whether or not parents should be uh, concerned. Because I'm sure, like Jeremy and I, you have seen the canisters everywhere. Uh, we got sent a video just a while ago of... Um, bucket loads of bucket them up, load. at the, up at the Hellfire Club, yeah. I'm joined down the line by uh, Sinn Féin TD, Chris Andrews. Uh, Chris, welcome to Opinions Matter. How are you? How are you? How are you? Now, Chris, how big a problem is this uh, in not only Dublin, in Ireland? I think it's a big problem right across uh, Dublin and certainly right, you know, my experience would be around Dublin, obviously being a Dublin TD. Uh, but my understanding is that it, it extends right across the co- country and it's a huge problem. Uh, it, and it, you get people as young as 10, 11 uh, using them and they are dangerous, as you mentioned, poor uh, Alex Ryan uh, died in May of 2020. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so these aren't without the risk. You know, people laugh and they think they're funny because they're like laughing gas or whatever. But the reality is people can die. You, you can become seriously ill from them. And... There is a sense that uh, I've been speaking to a lot of youth workers uh, and in relation to it, and there is a sense that because of the closure of a lot of youth clubs, uh, that it you know it has exploded literally. It has exploded, you know, in in terms of the usage. You know, they're, they're really inexpensive. You know, they're cheap. They're fifty cents. You can get them for fifty cents. People important now. Revenue did uh, clamp down, and they did uh, seize. Uh, a significant number of them. So the authorities are, are aware, but the difficulty is they are legal here. They're using catering in the catering And uh, it, that's what I was about to ask you, uh, Chris. Uh, what are they actually designed for? Those um, steel canisters that we see have a legitimate use, which is what? In the catering, in the, in for, they're used for uh, whipping cream and, uh, you know, for... for uh, pieces of utensils in in the kitchens in in kitchens. Now I worked in kitchens many years, and I don't ever remember them. So it, it's probably a new thing within kitchens to, to speed up the process of doing whatever job. Okay, do so they, so they do have a, a, a legitimate use, which oh, makes, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But, uh, my understanding is that uh, that revenue has seized when they see you know large quantities of them, and um, they don't seem to have a. Um, an appropriate destination. They have been seizing um, this hippie crack, which is what it's called. So 59,000 yeah, canisters yeah. were seized uh, just before Christmas. So there are efforts to get at it. But like you said, it's it's extra difficult because it does have, uh, these canisters do have legitimate uses. Yeah, and and, uh, and like there is cheap, you know, you can get, I think it's like 50 of them for 29 euros, you know, uh, so it's online. They can be delivered to your door in a few days. So it is a huge problem. And, and like you say, they are everywhere. But I suppose young people have really suffered uh, and found the lockdown really, really hard. And speaking, like I say, speaking to youth workers, they feel that there has been a real uh, increase in the usage of these because people are bored, they're not engaged in youth services. Youth clubs were closed for a while. You know, football was closed down. Sport was closed down for a long time for young people and so that's had you know what what were they going to do and people it was you know highlighted that when 
there was going to be consequences for closing down sports, for closing down new clubs. And this is probably the, 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 the wage bill for that is that, you know, you pay a price and that's the price is the increase in, in, in these um, silver bullets. And, uh, you know, because they are potent, they look harmless. But like I say, people have died for them. People have been seriously injured. And I suppose as well as that, it, it leads people into a certain, uh, young people into a behaviour pattern that is not healthy for them uh, or the community. And for the end, you know, it's, there's nothing good to be said for these. And we really need to push down on them. Okay, one thing that you said earlier on, which um, has shocked me, is that uh, kids as young as 11 have been using them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and they're mostly by young teenagers like pre-teenagers are using them as well and uh, that's the worry you know that is a worry especially when you hear of 11 year olds uh, doing this that is very uh, shocking that kids that young are dabbling in any type of drug Um, but these in particular because they're so uh, readily available uh, and most importantly for young people they're cheap which is uh, the biggest worry absolutely and many 11 year olds you know struggle to tie their laces so how they're going to use these things mm. without doing themselves serious injury, you know, is, is uh, that that's the real worry, and and that's something that we have to be, you know, we have to address as a society, as parents, as you know, legislators. That's something we have to address. Okay, so if a parent should happen to find some of these canisters, I don't know, in a, in a school bag or in a jacket or whatever, although they're probably clever enough not to do that, but if they did, uh, they need to be very concerned about it, do they? I would very much be uh, very concerned. If not alarmed, if my uh, 11, 12, 13, 14-year-old was using these because clearly they're, they're, you know, they're falling into a, you know, a group or a practice that's not healthy for anyone. Alright, well uh, that's one of the things that we want to do uh, today is to start that conversation. As I said, it is a conversation that was um, very widespread after the death of, uh, of that young uh, 15-year-old boy, Alex Ryan, but it's kind of slipped off the agenda again in terms of, um, yeah. of a, a conversation which I think is important to uh, have. Chris Andrews, uh, TD for Sinn Féin. Thanks very much indeed for joining us on Opinions Matter. Thanks, David. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Thanks, David. Bye-bye. Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Now, uh, Shane, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Shane? How's it on, Adrian? How are you doing? Uh, Good, thanks, Shane. Now, what did you want to say on this? Um, I was walking to the shop the other day and um, there was literally a bag of them like just on the field and there was loads of them just coming out of the bag and there was uh, like a coffee... uh, or like a cream uh, box with it, like I think it was like like a cream and um, for whipped cream, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And there was like probably around twenty to fifty, I'd say, in the bag, just rolling out of the bag. Like I don't know if a team just like dumped it there when you were walking home or whatever. But you know, my understanding is that um, these canisters, as we heard, can be used legally for um, in catering in some way um, for yeah. foaming up stuff and things also, like that. Um, also for airsoft guns, I think that the same. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know how true that is. If anybody can confirm that, that anywhere that sells um, those guns, those air guns, yeah. uh, that you can buy those canisters for them as well. So they yeah, do. Well, it's it, definitely for the whipped cream anyway. It's hundred yeah. percent for that anyway. 
Like I definitely know what I was saying. The bag, like it's. But uh, but uh, from what you s- saw, this wasn't being used by a hotel or a kitchen no. or whatever. This was being used was, for with balloons. It was definitely being used, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. And how how widespread do you think it is? Obviously, you've seen it. I've seen um, canisters in car parks. Jeremy saw it in a hotel car park last night. Um, yeah. it, it seems very widespread. Yeah, it definitely is widespread. Um, well, I'll start saying I'm probably the last six months, you know what I mean? Like just on the side of the road, like here and there. But um, that's the first time I've seen a bag dump full of them, like, you know. And, but, uh, um, uh, were they I'd open? Say, had, they, had they been used or not? I'm pretty sure they've been used. Like I wouldn't know myself if they've been used or not, but I'm pretty sure they were definitely used because all the packaging was ripped open and they were just all over the place. Mm. Just listening to this, I doubt... I would say out of all the parents listening to this right now, I'd say not one of them, including myself, by the way, include myself in that, not one of them have had a chat with their ch- children about these canisters. No, definitely not. No, no, you're probably right. In fact, we're going to talk to a mother in a sec called Joan. Uh, stay there for a sec because I want you to have a listen to Joan's story. Joan, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Hey, lads, how's it going? Good. Well, Joan, tell us your story. Yeah, just um, at the time it was last year, my son, he was um, 19. Now, I knew, um, I'm being honest, he smoked a bit weird or um, whatever. But I went out where he was doing. I, I hadn't clue. I actually found a big bag, a little bag full of these canisters in his wardrobe. And I assume you asked him about them? Yeah, and but I'm saying, like, what, what are these? And he said, oh, you, you just get, like, a little bit of a hit out of it. And I'm saying, are you for real? Like, you'd, um, you'd want to stop. And but he ends up in hospital, hooked up to machines, heart monitors and everything. Oh, sorry, as a result of these? Yeah, yeah. Now, see, I, I had a picture, but I, I don't, I haven't got the picture saved now, but he put it up on his own. Like, he uh, put it up himself to warn people, don't be doing these lads. And he had himself hooked up to all, you know, all the machines and all in the hospital. That end, and I hadn't a clue for ages. We filmed it for months. The bag was, you know the big little bags? Yeah, I do, yeah, the shopping bags, yeah. Full, yeah, full to the brim at the very top of his wardrobe. Couldn't even lift the thing out of the wardrobe. And then tell me what happened to him when he, uh, obviously, something went wrong. Tell me what... what yeah, he, did... just, he just wasn't feeling right. I was after being out and showing the day, and he just rang me smile. He said, I don't feel well. Because I was after, the night before, I was after walking in, I was out with my friends, and I came in, and he's lying on the um, sofa with the balloon thing. Right. And I, I went ballistic. And then the next day, I just had to leave the house. I went out and I got a phone call off him. He said, I'm not well and I, I don't feel right. And he was just felt like he was going to collapse and his heart was racing and he was just in an awful state. So he went down to the hospital and he, he was there like for the um, guts of the day. But he said if he hadn't went down, like when he, if he kept on doing them, he could have died. But yeah, there's nothing they can do to fight it. They just monitor your heart or like if you have an overdose or something they can give you drips and stuff but with this stuff you can't because it goes straight to your brain so he was in a very bad way yeah yeah well um, it could have been an awful lot worse if he hadn't went down to the hospital he knew himself he was that bad he went to the hospital himself but if he hadn't went down he would have died mm. and when you saw or when you found the bag of these canisters in his uh, in his wardrobe what did you think they, they were when you first saw them because they they are very distinctive looking they're about for people who don't know by the way they're about two inches long and they are yeah, cr- they're, they're like they're, little bullets yeah they're like bullets, bullets. Yeah. they're chrome in colour I, yeah, I didn't know like, I was like what the fuck the entire person like, I was like what's yeah. going on here but it was going on for a long time because the amount of them that was in the bag, the bag was full to the brim. And where was he getting the money to buy all these? Now, I know they're not that expensive, but... 
That's the problem. I mean, you you could have. Yeah, and I think and like and like people you send them on chicken all as well, like. <laughs> right. Um, so he then went online with a photograph of himself in uh, his hospital bed, hooked up to monitors, yeah. basically warning people to stay away from them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did I must be looking for um, what you call it. I must be looking for the picture. But, um, I haven't got it in my phone anymore. He put it up himself, like, just to warn people, just like, this is what's about to happen, so you stay away from them. Right, okay, that is very scary, I have to say. Yeah. Um, and yeah. uh, now, when uh, they told him in, in the hospital, because it's like they can't, uh, all he could do was monitor them, because that goes, like, like, when you inhale that, it goes straight to your brain. Right, yeah, okay, so. As well. I'm assuming um, he's made a recovery. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, in many percent. He's been bits like he, yeah, for a few days and all. But it, literally, you know, I mean, like, when I knew shit him up, he was like terrified. He literally thought he was going to die. Did the medical staff in the hospital, I'm trying to work this out. Uh, so these, these canisters, I, I assume they're taken, uh, are they taken? Uh, I'm just laughing, I'm using that they're walking outside. He's got to find him when he's taking the brown bin in, and he's got to find him one outside the house. Jeez, we'll have to talk no, to him. Uh, they're taken orally as opposed to nasally, isn't that right? They're taken, so you you, so you, you put the canister yeah, out in. No, you don't. You don't. Okay. No, sorry. Uh, the, like the, these are, you use a balloon to inhale them. So you have to yeah. use a balloon to inhale them. Yeah, because yeah, if yeah. you did it directly out of the can, the canisters are pressurized, so if you were to do it directly out of the canister, you blow the head off. Jesus yourself. Christ. Yeah. Okay. And what sort of, how does uh, inhaling, or did they did they tell you, how does taking this gas in, how did it affect his his breathing? What was the, the, the connection there? Well, not really. Like, we're just saying, like, um, like a thought of, like, um, it can end up, like, it can affect your brain and, But essentially he was told that there was nothing they could do, they just had to monitor him and hope that he got better basically. Yeah, yeah, no, they're actually like they're genuinely wasn't because there was my husband even ran down to the doctors in the hospital, didn't he, at the time? Um, yeah, he was COVID and all and he went down there and they just said what you call it, look, we just have to monitor him like you know, with the stupid thing that he's doing and like all we can do is keep him here and monitor him and when we feel that he's fit to, um, leave, we let him live, and he just needs to like, basically go and talk to somebody and um, go to drug counsel. Right, okay, but uh, he was he was in a bad way. He was hospitalised yeah, as a yeah. result of it. Right. Yeah, I'm actually right now that I haven't got the picture now. I would have just turned it to you. And how can you be 100% certain that he hasn't gone back on them? That, I, I don't even know, are they addictive? Or did he say that they were addictive? Uh, yeah, no, they were, like, he, to him, they were addictive. At the he didn't think, but he couldn't stop doing them. But I, a million percent, he's not now. Like, he's with a lovely girl, he's with a girlfriend, and no, I, no, a million percent, he doesn't do them. Okay, well, that's, that's uh, good news. Stay there for one second, if you can, please. I want to bring in... Yeah. Um, uh, Dave, Dave, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Jesus, if I caught my young fella huffing um, nitrous oxide canisters, I'd, I'd murder him. Like, yeah, no, it, I, think I wouldn't say like it's, it wouldn't be as bad as, say, coming home and finding your young fella banging out a line of coke on the kitchen table. Do you know, like, mm. as drugs go, nitrous oxide isn't the most dangerous in the world. You know, overuse um, as or you, an uh, overdose of it. As we've just you been know hearing. What I mean, like, yeah, like if you, like we used to do it when we were teenagers, we used to use like whipped cream cans, but, um, you know, like if you take in a large amount of it, it can replace the oxygen in your brain and cause like a fatal heart attack or stroke or brain damage or something. And that's you what know, it is. That's exactly what we just heard. Um, so sorry, you said you used to do it as a young fellow. What did you do? We used to get like, um, do you know whipped cream? I don't yeah. know, should I even be saying this really? I don't want to be giving people ideas. 
But um, we used to get whipped cream cans, and uh, the propellant in whipped cream is nitrous oxide. So if you hold, if we used to hold the cap up to your mouth and inhale it, and you just start laughing your arse off for a few minutes and get a bit of a headache afterwards, and that was it. Like that's that's all we do. We wouldn't huff an entire canister and stuff. You know, like um, okay. like if your missus is in the hospital having um having a baby, that's actually what they give the gas and air is fifty percent oxygen, fifty percent nitrous oxide. Yeah, so Same I believe. Yeah. stuff like that as well. So do you believe? Like, this, so do you believe with the situation here with this with this lady's uh, son um, that it's it was overuse? I mean, but but the, but the sounds of it, he was he was taking canisters on a daily basis, was he? Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Like the fact that like kids are out there huffing canisters and nitrous oxide is a worrying trend. I mean, at the same time, especially if you're buying them off the internet, if you're buying it from a cheap uh, Chinese website, who knows like what regulation has gone into, you know, those canisters? What's actually in them? I mean, you see mm. problems with people buying medication off the internet, and like I, I don't like the idea that teenagers are just sitting around huffing nitrous oxide all day long. You, you know, it's it's not. It's not going to be good for him. And long-term use c- could lead to damage. But at the same time, you know, it's not as bad as, like, kids, like, you know, I- I'd actually put smoke and grass up there. I'd be more pissed off if I caught my youngster with a joint than with a, a canister of nitrous. Now, I'd kill him if I caught him with either, but nitrous wouldn't exactly be the worst. But I just think you need to, like, e- e- education is key here, as would always with these things. I don't think kids realize that there is a danger with this stuff. I mean, it's the most... You know, it's the safest sedative you can use. Like, you can be used on children in a controlled manner. But the idea that there's teenagers walking around huffing entire canisters of nitrous oxide mm. is a little bit scary. Because when you're on, you know, when you're taking the nitrous, you do get, like, you know, like, yeah, your your sense of balance kind of goes as well. So I know a friend, like, she fell off the top bunk of a bunk bed and nearly split her head clean open. So there is also that, you know, danger of it as well. And sorry, Joan, what sort of um, reaction was your son? What did he say... Or how did he say he felt after after get taking one of these canisters? What was the no, feeling? I was asking him, like I was saying, like what, like what you get out of it? And he said, "Oh, nothing. Like it just um, a little whack, and it just lasts um, a couple of seconds." So it's but to l- me, it, it, it is um, it, um, it is addictive because he was constantly because that little buzz was only lasting a couple of seconds. He wanted more. He wanted to get that buzz back. Yeah, and so back, you- and back. So he was so, doing canister after canister yeah. after canister. Yeah, uh, yeah. So like me, in, in, in many percent, because I've seen what we saw went through. Um, to me, they are addictive because of what he told me. You get that little hit, and it only lasts a few seconds, and it's a nice little buzz. But you want that buzz back and back, so you just keep taking more and more. Mm. So it's addictive in many percent. I've seen him like uh, like I, I've seen it. And again, as we were saying, to get um, that buzz back, he wants it. Like you know, because it only lasts a few seconds. You keep taking more and more to get that little buzz. Yeah, and as we were saying, uh, because they're so cheap, um, it makes them easily affordable for for even uh, kids. I think it's only probably twenty euro for a box or something like that for a um, box. To them, like you come in a box. And he was getting them without naming names, but wherever he was getting them online, was he or no, no, not not online. I thought he was getting them. <laughs> um, um, very handy. Mm. Okay, so it was very easy for him to get his hands on them. Oh yeah, he walked down the end of the road, probably then somebody on obviously you know meeting down the end of the road. And what what age was he need when he first took them? Yeah, nineteen, which is stupid like Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If he was if he was fourteen or fifteen you'd say, you know, uh gobshite, he's young, he doesn't know any different. But the fact that he was nineteen years of age when he took it yeah. is... and he just wanted to follow that hit the whole time. That's why he kept taking more and more and more. It's that little bit of euphoria that you get and you like it and then it's gone within seconds so you're like, oh, I want to be on that little high again. I, I like that. But 
Right. Okay. Well, that, uh, your your call definitely uh, should act as a as a warning. And if you find that photograph, yeah, but you for may... people to say like that, they're not addicted or things like that. Um, what call it? Um, if I've seen a false hand, and I know he was strung out on them, like he. I mean, the he was. And did you even notice the difference in his personality or the way he was behaving or anything like that? Was there anything different? Yeah, sort of, and um, yes and now, up and down, like type thing. And how many canisters was he doing a day? That I don't know. It's just when I found the bag of them, because he got up at the very top of his wardrobe, at the back of his wardrobe, and I mean, big little bags. Like, you know, I was like, oh my God, I nearly died. But just when he came out, he told me he was down when I walked in and caught me down as well. Right. And I like, took that bag, the weight of it, like, it, um, it could be 20-some man wouldn't have been able to lift the bag to wait with. So it's gone on. It's gone on for a long time. So what people say that's not addictive, that's, in my eyes, is bullshit. Let your call yeah, um, act as a warning for anybody uh, that these... Oh, a yeah. Yeah, these aren't to be yeah. uh, messed around with. And any parent no, who no, no, becomes no. aware of their teenager using these canisters should be very worried. And yeah, I'll actually ring him now when I get me finished work and I'll ask him if he's still got that, that, that photograph and I'll just even send it in. Uh, brilliant, like, yeah. in privately just to let you see him hooked up to the machines and you know. all. Yeah. All right, do that. Thanks very much indeed. Um, yeah, great, yeah, okay, great no to talk problem. to you. Right. Um, that certainly is uh, food for thought, isn't it? That these canisters are dangerous, yeah. are not to be messed around with. My, own, my only fear is even by talking about it and, and um, that Mother Jones saying, you know, that he got a great hit out of it. Are teenagers going to listen to parents? I hear somebody ended up in the hospital over them. Uh, another young fella died over them. Uh, it is a conversation that needs to be had. But how, how do you convince a 15-year-old that it's dangerous? You, when, when, they, when, they think, when they think nothing's dangerous. You share a photograph of that young fella uh, in hospital last year, and maybe that'll make them yeah, hop well, on. Well, if anything comes out of this, uh, this podcast, I want you all, if you have, no matter what age your kids are, even if they're six or seven, because these could end up in the hands of anybody. Uh, after listening to this podcast, you should call your children into the room and you should have a frank and open conversation with them. Show them a photograph of them if you don't know what they look like. Um, nitrous oxide canisters. Show them a photograph of them and tell them to avoid them like the plague. And in fact, that's the first thing I did um, yesterday evening after my young fella came across the canisters. I said, if you ever, ever see them, um, and you, you can never, I know he's only seven going on eight, but you can never start too young. And I said, if you ever come across those or if um, one of your friends in class, because it's always an older brother, the older brother yeah, has course, them yeah, yeah. and the younger brother gets them. I said, if anybody, anybody uh, comes near you at one of those and it could be innocently done, you know, suck this balloon, suck this balloon, inhale this balloon. Um, and if, if, if it did that to her son at 19 years of age, can you imagine what it would do to the lungs and chest of an eight or a nine-year-old kid. It's terrifying. It really it is, is, absolutely. All right. Thanks very much indeed uh, for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast or even if you didn't, please hit subscribe or follow and you'll be notified the next time we upload a new podcast. Thanks very much indeed for listening. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.